it's time to talk games and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Talk Games and Chew Bubblegum. You know, I just got back from the store, and I bought a piece of gum for 23 cent. And I gave them a quarter, told them to keep the change. They looked at me in disgust. They gave me the two cent back. And now here I am to share that two cents with everybody. And helping me spread this copious amount of wealth is none other than Alan White. Alan, how are you? Hey everybody! <laughs> hey guys, how are we doing today? Yeah, hopefully good. I'm 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 hearing good. I'm hearing great. I'm hearing two cent. What can I do with two cent? Um, to you know, just yeah, share it. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so I guess uh, I had a similar situation, and now I have two cents to give everybody as well. And uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't have any room in my pockets anymore for two cents. Like it, it's just gonna wind up in the laundry. It's gonna make noise in the dryer. It's gonna piss me off. So I'm gonna take this two cents exactly. and give it to exactly. somebody. Because there is a yeah. lot going on. There are things to talk about. There there are a couple of things going on in the gaming world right now, just in general, that have just kind of got me feeling some things. And I just kind of want to talk to you about them because we haven't had any conversations about it just yet. And. Uh, and I just, I just really, I, I got to talk to somebody, you know. So this is gonna be my therapy, my therapy session. No, right that's now. fair. Um, you know, you, we have all the news about about Cyberpunk 2077. You know, it's coming out December 10th. 10th is the date. Yes, yes, December 10th is coming out. And yeah, it's been delayed how many times now? I think uh, we discussed this and all. I think at one point when Drew was on, he was saying he wasn't even sure that it was actually a real game at this point. They just keep. <laughs> It's just they keep pushing this thing back further and further. And uh, recently, I was reading an article saying that you know they are like that CD Projekt has officially said no. This is the date. You know we're not going to push it back any further. Uh, They're trying to assure their shareholders who are all a little nervous and everything right now about it about the release date because it kept getting pushed back. Yeah, I mean I'm hopefully. Hopefully this is it. Hopefully it really happens this time. It, it, I have faith in very few developers, um, but I do have faith in okay. CD Projekt Red. Um, if once it like, and I think we've talked about this, the longer they push it back, the more confidence I have that the game's going to be polished. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. There's still. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a buggy game because that is going to be a huge game. There's just no way around it, uh, but they're going to do their best to fix it. And that gives me time to play other games as well. But I have all the faith in CD Projekt Red, and I know it's going to be worth the wait, even if it is. Hopefully it won't be, but even if it is another month or two, I'm all right. It, it, it's only two months. Well, see, that, that makes me wonder then. What amount of time could they throw between now and an actual release date would make you say, nah, like, like how far would they have to push it back for you to say, mm, nah, that's just, that's too much even for me. Even, all right, this is what they would have to do. Um, let's say they pushed it back till March. Mm-hmm. I would need a really good reason. I, I don't, I would need 
this is what we found. There was a fatal error that did this. And I, I mean, I want descriptions. I don't want to be, I don't want any more vagueness okay. of like, Hey, you know, we're working hard. We want to give you a good product. Like, I want to know what's happening now at this mm -hmm. point. Cause you've said the game's gold. You said it's ready to go. Like I still have faith in you, but I need to know what it was that, it, you know, that makes me go, okay. You know, I can understand that. Okay. okay. So, so you're, so you're past the point of just blind faith. From this point on, you're saying, you know, if it happens again, you at least want to know why. I, I would like a more detailed reason. Okay. Yeah. I, it, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, and, and a company that puts together, puts out such great product and all. Uh, I don't know. I always, I guess, I guess I always imagine a company that, that puts together such great things and puts out all these great games and has such a great reputation and all would do those things. Now, maybe I'm just a bit naive when it comes <laughs> to this stuff, but I mean, there are there are developers out there that will tell you what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And I, for and but I really don't recall a situation like this with CD Projekt where they've had to push something back so many times so far behind to see. I don't really have anything to gauge it against as far as they're concerned, you know. So, so yeah, I guess my thing is whenever I see a delay of a game that I really, really want, I always want to know why. But I'm just that way about everything. <laughs> if I can't get what I want right now, I want to know why, 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 why. And that's all. I mean, when you think of it like this, when's the last time CD Projekt Red released a game? Years ago. Yeah. And I mean, PlayStation Three is when Witcher 3 came out, right? No, That's PlayStation on the four. 4. It's on the 4, yeah, so. Yeah, early, de yeah, early development of 4. Like, it came out early in the life cycle. Um, so it's been, you know, it's not like CD Projekt Red's releasing a game every year or every other year. They take their time and release the games. Now, years ago, I would say we, as gamers collectively, are more in the loop into what's going on development-wise and the game's release cycles and stuff like that. Um, I mean, you have betas and alphas, you have early access, um, you have Steam and all that stuff where you get to put your hands on the game and, and some games never leave the early access. Mm. But we're more into a game's development cycle now and what's going on and, and we always want little peaks. Um, so... I want to say maybe because of that we're we're spoiled a little bit, <laughs> you know, and 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 just like you, I want that instant gratification. But when you think about when The Witcher Three came out, how many times was that game pushed back? You That's know, true. like like it, we don't know. Um, you know, there are big games back since PlayStation Three, you know, that we've known got pushed back, but. Mm -hmm those are big games um, that you know everybody was paying attention to and then when Witcher 3 came out I mean CD Projekt Red was already on the map but that I let everybody know what they were about okay so so you have full confidence that they pushed everything back it's gonna be amazing it's gonna have its bugs just like every game does but but you but you are definitely confident in the idea that they did it for a really good reason and when it comes out, it's going to blow everything out of the water like it's supposed to. So oh, yeah. It won't disappoint. I, it, here's the thing, though. Um, I don't think a lot of people are going to like the style of game that it is automatically. I think mm. it's going to take some time. Um, if you Have you ever played Deus Ex? Ah, a little bit. A little See, bit. I, I'm getting strong Deus Ex vibes from it. And okay. that is a game that 
you could play any way you wanted. Do you want to be a hacker? Do you want to be a shooter? Stuff like that. But it was slow paced. There was a lot of dialogue. There was a lot of talking. Um, now people are, are alright with that in Witcher because it's that setting. You know, it's a third right, person. Right. Like you want that lore and everything. Now I know I'll be excited to talk to every NPC in that game and stuff like that because I, I like Dishonored. You've played Dishonored. It's not oh, always yeah. It, yeah. It's not always action. You're not blinking no. in and out and stuff like. There's some very slow moments in the game, but it builds up to what's about to happen. Mm. I see that with um, Cyberpunk. Everybody sees first person shooter, but they're not seeing everything else that's following behind it. And I have a good feeling this is going to be a seven, eight, nine hour game before you even scratch the surface. Like, I have a feeling the first 10 hours are going to be nothing but tutorial, teaching mm. you all the ins and outs of the game. And you're going to get somebody four hours into it going, why haven't I been in a massive gunfight yet? Like, this, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of got that sense. Actually, I got that sense from all of the early things, like the first trailers and all that as well, that, you know, this is going to be an RPG at its, at its heart. Uh, and you're right, the setting does help for something like like The Witcher, you know, you start thinking about anything that includes dragons and spells and all you imagine is going to be a very, very slow paced uh, ordeal that's going to take your time. But you don't think about that when you think about anything that has guns and cars and Keanu Reeves in it. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. It'll be interesting to see how, how that's received at that point. But that, but then maybe all this time has been given has given people an opportunity to kind of switch their their expectations or kind of temper them a bit. Or maybe it's got people going, ah, no, no, no. I just I don't care what it is. Just throw it at me. I just want to play it. Blah 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 blah. I guess we'll see how that how that works out. The people that are going, I don't care. Blah 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 blah. Um, I mean, part of me is like that. Like, I don't care anymore, but I, I want to play it. Um, but I I know that style of game, again. Um, and I think the other people that are having that feeling, they're not going to... It's going to take them longer to enjoy the game than it should. Because um, everybody's going to enjoy the game. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. I have faith in that. Uh, like I was saying, I'm holding out as long as I can to play it because I know it's going to take away my life. <laughs> like there's going to be so much that I'm going to want to do in that game, and it's the only game I'm going to be playing. And yeah, right, right, right. right. And uh, and as far as what you're playing it on, don't know yet. But like I was uh, saying, I kind of want to play it on PlayStation Five, mm -hmm. and that helps me out two different ways. One, I don't have a PlayStation Five, so I have to wait for it. Right, and, right. and then again, I can play all the other games I'm playing still. And two, while I have a great computer, I need to do some updates on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and now I need to do some more updates on it. You know, every second that passes, it needs to be updated. Right, right. With the PlayStation 5, I know I'm going to get a consistent experience. I'm going to get one of the best console experiences. Yep. You know, I, all the hardware is there. And I don't have to worry about spending thousands of dollars to get exactly... Like, I won't be teased by the settings in my graphics. I won't see medium or high and see ultra. Like, I won't have the option to see those things. So I'll just right. be playing the game and respect the beauty because it's been optimized as much as it can for a console. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, speaking of the PS5, 
have you heard anything about the scalpers i've heard plenty about the scalpers i have no respect for scalpers that um, is ridiculous like okay so once again me being completely naive i'm just finding out about all this stuff and i am just irate about this because you know the day that um the day that they were doing the release you know they were doing the pre-orders and all i was upset about the fact that the retailers jumped the gun a day early and started and started selling it and you couldn't get a hold of it but then to find out this is happening and then i saw recently that uh that they, that they actually have the nerve to complain because they aren't because the the consoles aren't moving that fast they aren't making the money that they expected to say like, well yeah. <laughs> and, that, yeah and that's good that's so good that people aren't it i mean the scalpers normally go up to three hundred dollars mm-hmm. like playstation 4 let's say it was 300 they were selling for five or six Mm-hmm. Yeah, those numbers aren't right, but you know, some got right. high and some got lucky, especially as Christmas comes closer. Right. And that's where the scalpers are really, they're going to shine, sadly, is because every kid's wanting the new system. And they want yeah. that, you know, and they want that present underneath the tree. And there is a lot of faith that goes mm-hmm. into Christmas for kids. Um, yeah, you don't want to disappoint them, right? Yeah. Anything for the kids. You know, I mean, heck, we did a marathon for the kids, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So you, you start looking and they're like, I want a PlayStation 5. I want a PlayStation 5. Santa's going to bring me a PlayStation 5. And you're like, yep, yep, Santa's going to bring you a PlayStation 5. It's going to hurt Santa's wallet, but yeah, we're going to make it happen yeah. for you. And, and that's what's sad is scalpers are fully understanding that and taking advantage of it and you know they're running bots to get stuff and mm-hmm. some of these online stores security they're not limiting it to one per household their security is almost non-existent oddly enough and this is funny today at work i had to sign into the home depot website to look at something uh, an order i had to go through five captures. <laughs> for Home Depot to log into my account. <laughs> yeah. Crosswalks, no. fire hydrants, street signs, mm-hmm. buses, motorcycles. Is this you? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to know how much this piece of wood cost. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to buy a PlayStation 5. <laughs> oh, wait, it would be easier to buy a PlayStation 5 right <laughs> there we now. Go. There we go. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you go, you go to buy a PlayStation 5 and they're just like... Do you know what blue is? Sure, got it. <laughs> no verification, no nothing, and everything. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's just how easy this apparently was, and uh, and just like all the commotion it's causing. And I actually was reading uh, one UK-based group was saying, you know, they weren't apologizing for it at all. They're like, yeah, we did it. So what? You know, they're 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 proud of themselves, and their excuse was, you know, uh, it was an opportunity for some people to put food on their table. It's going you're overcharged to the point what about those other people who were trying to get the system no 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 this is what doesn't make sense (laughs) they're trying to put food on their table Mm -hmm. playstation cost five hundred dollars if they're buying two or three of them it's fifteen hundred dollars right one of those will put food on your table for two months right right like it you know it's a whole thing it's a it's a whole thing so they say all the all these excuses and such yeah i i'm completely appalled by the whole thing uh i mean shame on you 
whoever's doing that out there. I mean, this is what I, I mean. I know my words mean nothing <laughs> as far as that's concerned, but but come on, guys. Like that's that's just that's just terrible. That's I, I, here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the toilet paper and the Clorox bleach wipes to bite them on the ass, where they have five PlayStation fives. And then after Christmas, Sony goes, or the day before Christmas, or sometime mm-hmm. in the next few weeks, Sony's like, all right, here we go. You know, we've been working. Here's all of them. The people sitting with five PlayStation fives are now having to sell them $50 less because they're in stores everywhere. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's actually really interesting because I know that that seems to be the plan, but it's kind of messed up. So it's like you have to flood the market with all of these. I guess it doesn't really matter for Sony because they got their money, right? I mean, they've been bought. Yeah, they and, and honestly, I would like to say Sony cares because I'd like to think that all these big game developers care about us, but they care about our money. Right, right. Yeah, and you know, as if scalpers are buying them, that's all they see is units yeah. sold. Yeah, I, mean, I guess we'll see how that goes. You know, I'll be watching it for some time and, and uh, you know, crying into a pillow and everything at night, knowing that I won't be able to get mine just yet <laughs> because of uh, all this. But we'll we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out though. We'll figure yeah. it out. But on a much happier note, it is rumored that Blue Point Games, the makers of Demon Souls, will be doing a Metal Gear Solid remake. It's rumored that they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I see that look on your face. And I guess just like a, a full-on remake of the original Metal Gear Solid, right? Right. With the same controls as uh, Phantom Pain. So okay. that same in-depth combat system and such, which, yes, there was a lot you could do with that system. It was a fantastic system, but there were times when I really felt like I needed an instruction manual just for, <laughs> just for the controls, just to get a simple thing done. It's like I can lay down, I can aim, I can roll while I'm doing that. I can get up, sprint, dive <laughs> into a slide, get back up. CQC a guy, climb up these rafters, pull out binoculars, scan people and shoot everybody. And it just felt like my, my fingers were getting all twisted up. It felt it felt like I was trying to play a game with a Rubik's Cube at times. Yeah. And um uh, yeah. So once once this is over, because I have to go find something and, and and show it to you. Spoiler, it is the collector's edition strategy guide to Metal's Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain. I didn't even know I had. And so I'm just cleaning out like bookshelves and cases and there's this just strategy guide like this big and I'm like, Mm. oh, I didn't even know I had this. Like, damn. Yeah, it's crazy. So, So I'm actually pretty excited about it, but your two cents. What do you think about this? Because of course, there's a couple of schools of thought on its success, right? You're thinking uh, without Hideo Kojima, right? There shouldn't be any more. No one should be talking about Metal Gear, right? People, you know, people are thinking that. On the and they realized, I think they realized, Konami realized that uh, without him, you really can't make a new Metal Gear, right? You just can't do it. They tried Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, I always look at it when it's on sale, but I've never right. pulled the trigger. I mean, no one, then no one will. I never will, right? Um, right. So the thing is, will you play a remake of Metal Gear Solid? knowing that Hideo Kojima is nowhere involved in this whole thing. It's literally just his old game, you know, the old game, redone, remastered, uh, you know, rebooted, however you want to do it with with these new controls and such. Uh, same story. Maybe they'll throw in a twist or turn here or there and everything. Uh, but what do you think? 
Well, this is... I need to know more. Mm -hmm. uh, so, are they buying the license from Konami? So, okay, once, once again, it's all is, rumored, right? But it looks... But it looks... Okay. But from what I've been seeing, it looks like, if it's true, Bluepoint will be developing under Konami, you know, and Konami will publish. Okay. Well, this is going to sound weird, but I think Hideo would be mad enough to do it. What if Bluepoint <laughs> hired Hideo to work on it? That would be... That would... And here's the thing. The world has been so upset with Konami ever since that split, right? It would just kind of be this crazy little F you for, yeah. for Kojima to just jump in there. and just Because Metal Gear Solid 5 ran right. off the Fox it end. did, which... Hideo... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he took that, in, he took that into Death Stranding with his yeah. own... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... He would have to be a... Yeah, so... Is yeah, who, has, who has the rights to the Fox engine? That's the question. Um, it, I mean, it's Hideo's property. I'm pretty sure I can oh, always yeah, get Hideo's. Him for that. Oh man, my my head, my head's my head's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Like I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure if Hideo owns it, but I can. I mean, I think, think he does. It. Especially if it's a, if it's in Death Stranding, then yeah. Because right. Konami didn't have anything to do with that. Right. That is so crazy. Yeah, I guess unless they have some other engine that they that they want to use or they can't use. See, I don't know. Like I said, it's all rumored. Um, it's all based on some um, some Easter eggs and just just some people just kind of just kind of extrapolating a few details from this and that and Bluepoint and Konami not denying any of it from what I've seen. So. So here's the case. Either or, Hideo is involved or mm -hmm. not. Yes, I will be playing. Um, I would love to see, you know, a beautiful remake of Metal Gear Solid again, because we this will be our yeah. third or fourth I mean, one. And Bluepoint actually point. has done uh, the HD collection. They did the the Metal Gear HD collection. So they were already involved with the property in some way. Oh. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, but I would also like to see a harder version of Metal Gear Solid. Harder, huh? Where they incorporate a Souls-like twist to it. Oh, God. <laughs> As if that game needs I, something I, like that. <laughs> it would be amazing. Oh, man. You know what? I'd play it, too. I'm not going like, to lie to you. I, yeah, yeah. I, and once I heard about this, I was going, yeah, I'm definitely going to play this. Especially if you do get to involve all that combat. Could you imagine that CQC battle with Liquid at the end of the game using... <laughs> using Souls, the system. It, yeah. Gray Fox. Yeah. Vulcan Raven. Oh, oh my God. Psycho Manus. Yeah. Sniper Wolf. Yeah, it, sniper Wolf's the only one I don't know how you would do it because it's just it's kind of a sniper battle. Mm, yeah. But you, you, you know, snipe. Who cares? You, you snipe. Yeah. But all the close combat stuff, the dodging, the rolling, the hits, the guard, like, mm -hmm. it could be done. Because mm -hmm. that was a more close counter combat game. Mm hmm. I mean, literally, it was corridors, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, oh man, the the fight inside the elevator. Oh yeah. Yeah, with the with the invisible guys and everything. Imagine that with that engine and, and with that control scheme and such. Like, I, it would just be absolutely nuts. So, so yeah, I'm. And we. I'm hoping it's real. I'm really hoping it's real. I think it's. real. And I mean, if you look at Demon Souls, anything about it, they know. <laughs> how to use uh the playstation 5's uh, hardware right now because mm. yeah. it is a gorgeous game yeah so 
So yeah, I so yeah, so so I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little excited about it. I'm a I'm a little I'm I'm kind of getting worked up. I don't want to get my hopes up, you know, because I don't have to come back here later on and retract my statement and be like, oh, it was just a hoax, guys. I fell for it. I'm sorry, but if it's true, uh get some heart palpitations. Yeah. I'm starting to feel it <laughs> a little bit. It's getting getting me all flustered. I would. I, I'm gonna pretend like we didn't talk about it. Okay. So okay. I don't stay awake at night thinking about what could be. That's probably best. That's probably best. Yeah. That's probably best. So, I know I follow the fighting game community just a little bit more than you. Mm-hmm. Um. So Nintendo is being jerks right now. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. About so, what? Um, Super Smash Brothers. I figured it had to be a spot Smash. Of course it does. <laughs> Yeah, um, so there's a big, well... There's a lot going melee, on in the Smash community, yeah. Yeah, Melee, Brawl, Ultimate. Uh, we're going to talk about what's happened this week and not right, right. past. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, because all the tournaments right now have to be done online. And for the people, diehard players of Melee, they've had to use emulations and ROMs and incorporate online netcode in order to play these games online so they can go to these tournaments. Nintendo basically just came out and dropped big cease and desist all over the place and said no this isn't happening um, you're pirating our game because you're running it on emulators and ROMs and you're using it uh, everything like that so no you can't, you can't have these tournaments which I anybody that's ever played Melee mm-hmm. I can tell you this they have three GameCubes. They have 27 different GameCube controllers and probably 18 copies of the game. They have paid for that game more times. They should be able to run it on an emulator. Um, they probably even have a sealed copy going, I have the game. This is what I'm allowed to do. Um, I'm using an engine so I can play this game online because you never gave it to us. Right, right. It's old and outdated. Why do you care? And I, do, I need to know why does Nintendo care? Right, and it, I mean, we're talking about tournaments that I'm assuming are officially recognized and sponsored by Nintendo. I mean, they know these things are happening any other time, so... Well, I wouldn't say they're... I wouldn't say they're officially recognized by Nintendo. There's been no season to before, before is what I'm saying. Cre- well, I'm, yes and no. I'm just saying, um, but because not you, like this level. I would say because, because, you know, I've seen pop-up bars get cease and desist mm. after a day because they didn't get permission and, and licensing and all this stuff so i mean come on right i mean yeah. they, they knew this has been going on i mean melee has been running for how many years now 15 right exactly yeah. exactly and now in the in the age of covid when we're forced to not be in the same room together everything this is this is now all of a sudden becoming a problem i i don't know man it, it does sound like kind of a jerk move which is actually really surprising i don't really think of nintendo as yeah. as the uh exactly the console <laughs> that, that, yeah. acts, that acts this and way it, you it's know? just really upsetting so. because nintendo keeps putting a knife in melee like they don't want people to play melee and the people that play that game have been doing so for 15 plus years they love it it's a great game it'd be like if capcom came out and said hey can't play street fighter 2 or third strike anymore um yeah sorry like we're we're outsing it it's like yeah what like you cannot cancel third strike on me that is my game like it it why i've been playing it for years Mm -hmm. and yeah now 
on the opposite end of that, um, a program that we've used often made a big impact on the fighting game community as well this week. And that was Parsec. Mm -hmm. And a revival of Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. There was a tournament awesome. of, of Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. Um, they used Parsec as it. Uh, Maximilian Dude. Uh, Tasty Steve. Oh, why is his name blinking on me? The other great fighting game um, commentator. Yeah that, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, <laughs> it's, it's driving me insane. I can't believe I forgot it. Whatever. Uh, I, I apologize. Um, yeah, they hosted a 32-person uh, tournament on Parsec. A $4,000 prize. And a lot of people turned in to watch because... After Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, a lot of people lost hope on the Marvel vs. Capcom franchise. Like, what do they do? There was no Wolverine. There was no X-Men. You know, like, you left out all the big players that we want to play in, you know, due to Disney, all those yeah. vintage rates. But seeing everybody come through and do this and have a tournament, um, hopefully, maybe spark some more interest in the, in the platform. A resurgence maybe in marvel vs. capcom 4 like who knows yeah it'd be nice it's really cool to see that that's yeah. happening though like somebody like, they're finding ways around around things these days because i know mm -hmm. you know a lot of the world you know a lot of the world got canceled i mean just things just aren't happening you know here we are still and uh i think but it's good to see that yeah, some, at least some people are still able to find a way around some of these things to keep keep some of these things going that's really cool though an entire tournament entire fighting tournament done on parsec very yeah, nice. it's a great program. Uh, I wish I could. Yeah, I wanted to tune in um, so I could see exactly how they were doing it. Like if one person was hosting it and just like letting people in, or if it was. Um, there's another big thing in the fighting game community called Wednesday Night Fights, and essentially it's a website you go to, you find your opponent, you find them online, you play, then you report back to the website, and you keep doing it like that. So. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, so I do know uh, people tuning in and everything usually expect us to talk about a game or something of some sort to give you a list or whatever. Everything. Uh, yeah, like I said, we just want to give you guys a, just kind of just talk about some of the things that are going on as the year ends right now and all these big things are happening and such. Uh, but don't don't feel like you know we've forgotten about you. We do have some games that we do want to talk about here. Both Adam and I have been playing separate games. <laughs> as of late a couple of the bigger some of the big games that have come out uh, for the holiday season and such uh, we, we kind of teased them in our last episode and such we just want to kind of come back and really just elaborate on some of the things that were happening that would be Spider-Man Miles Morales for myself which I'm playing on the place on the PS4 right and Adam I am still playing Assassin's Creed Vikings <laughs> um, although I took a break off today because we got into Terraria again. Um, like, it, it, there's a hard mode in the game that we just kind of been dancing around, and I was like, nope, that's it. Our world's going into hard mode. Boom. Oh, so it's an official, um, it's an so, actual hard mode. It's not like you just did some stuff to make your make it harder on yourself. Oh no, you have to go to hell. You have to find a flying imp that has a voodoo doll. You have to kill that imp and throw the voodoo doll into the lava which causes the wall of flesh to come out 
um, which is essentially a wall that comes from the right side of the screen towards you, throwing things with lasers and tentacles, and you have to beat it all while in hell, which is full of lava, and if you're not ready for the fight, it's a very quick fight. I soloed it while drunk off of my mind of potions. And that then creates your world into hard mode, so you get new ores, materials, enemies, and it's just a beautiful game. Okay, that... But that's not what I'm talking about, but that's... Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's a great that, game. That's, that's a lot for me to take in right now. Um, wow. Okay, cool. So... Yeah. <laughs> so Valhalla... Assassin's Creed's main... <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Valhalla is mainly what I'm playing. Um... <laughs> And I am just loving the death out of mm-hmm. it. I, I, it's a gorgeous game. Plays great. Mm-hmm. Feels wonderful. Any moment I am in the world, I am always looking around for little Easter eggs or world events. Which, world events in the game are kind of like side quests. Okay. But at the same time, they're not. They're like a five-minute interactive story where you might just have to go over, talk to this person, kill something, and then that's it. Or just sit down and watch. Like, you know, Sounds like a side there's quest. like these little tiny stories going on. Um, they're all hilarious. I've, I've had some just really intriguing ones. Um, I met the Walloper, who can beat anything with one punch. Nice. And he... And he's sad because he's always looking to fight somebody, but his one punch, or his wallop, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry, uh, sorry. One yeah. punch sounds sounds very familiar to somebody else. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, but you fight him, and then you get a collection of like teeth he's knocked out, and then like a list of like people he's fought, and it's a list of people that like you've worked with throughout <laughs> this whole time, and, like I'm seen and noticed, um, and how he beat him. So there was. Oh yeah. Oh, so ahead. wait a minute. So, so, so this guy has beat up on a bunch of your friends <laughs> or people you come in contact with and such with one punch the yeah, entire time. One punch. And uh, and I guess question: did, When you fight him, do you have to like they completely dodge every attack? Can he take you up with one punch? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. His wall. He has a one wall. One wall. I'm move. sorry. I'm sorry. I have to count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One punch. It just sounds so familiar. I know. It just doesn't I, sound right. I know, yeah. yeah. Um, is, is he is he bald? Is he? He is bald. Uh, why do you do this? Yeah. Um. So that was really fun. Uh. You know, some of the other quests are. There's just this priest sitting at a home, and he's saying he's found so much inner peace that he's not need these belongings. Like, go ahead, kill my cow, burn down my house, do whatever you want. I don't need this. You know, um, so eventually, so you burn down the house <laughs> and you go into the basement. And there's just a bunch of dead bodies and everything in there. And you're, he's like, oh, how did this get in there? Oh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that one, it, it, I mean, it was dark. Like that basement was, there was some stuff going on in the basement, but it was fun. <laughs> um, there, I haven't seen it personally but there is apparently a guy that sings a song called Smack My Bishop. No way. Yeah. Dude. 
So, dude, and dude. I'm talking the hair, everything. I think the name of the side dude. quest is called the Prodigy. Dude, 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 <laughs> dude. When that happened, when you finally, if you do this, I need to hear about it as soon as it's done. I don't care what time of day it is. You need to call me. I need to hear all about this. I need you to record this. And I need you to send it to me. <laughs> I will definitely record it because I've been looking forward to this one. Um, I was just reading an article about that. But that's the thing, like, the game is very serious in its tones. Mm -hmm. Like when you're playing the game, there's treachery. I mean, you are Vikings. There's a lot of murder going on. You're raiding villages. You're raiding churches, monasteries. Mm -hmm. You're overthrowing kings. You're telling kings to step down. It, but these little five-minute intervals of humor that mm -hmm. I thought were going to throw me off is just fantastic. And, and I'm on the lookout for them. Okay. Uh, the fighting... I spent an hour and a half on what they're called zealots or zealots, zealots. Yeah, yeah. Um, big enemies. They hurt, but I wanted to see if I could fight them, and I knew I could. And I came into the battle very unprepared because uh, of auto save. And I couldn't remember the last time I saved, so I was like, "Well, I, I, I'm here. I'm just going to keep reloading and fighting." And I eventually took him down, mm -hmm. and that from there on out it's a very dark souls combat but more forgiving so okay. you can parry you have a stamina meter you can dodge light attack heavy attack and you have abilities and arrows i mastered it after that fight i was like okay i can fight anything <laughs> so now i hunt them down like anytime i hear like the little war horn where one's down I'm like all right it's going down i'm fighting you Oh man, glutton for punishment, this guy, I swear. Now there's there's cursed areas around. So you find like these like pagan statues or you, not pagan statues, because I mean I guess technically the Vikings were pagans, but really bad omen areas and mm -hmm. you have to break the curses. Well, there was this one that was a little bit more darker than I was used to. And I, they're called the Ladies of Freyhem. I'm not I know it's not right, but they're called the Ladies of Something. Essentially, they're witches and the equivalent of an evil Valkyrie. I would assume, like an underworld Valkyrie. They okay. hit hard. I've only taken one down, and I am actively staying away from them until I level up more. Because I was like, oh, I got the combat down. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, so that said, then. Okay, so it's definitely a game about Vikings. Uh, it's a game about you've said before that it's an actual assassin's creed game right it is assassin's creed through and through um but of course you know this seems like there's from what you're saying it sounds like there's some some norse mythology involved and such i guess what i'm having a hard time with because like i said we've talked about this we've both been critical of the series and where it's gone i may have been a bit more vocal <laughs> at times than you because I'm, I'm just an ignorant person like that sometimes but uh, I guess how do how do they fit in? How do how do the assassins fit in with, with the Vikings in this? What what makes it an Assassin's Creed game when you're when you're raiding and pillaging and burning down people's houses and such? No, that's fair. Um, so I'm gonna stay away from spoilers of and and big story elements of the game. Essentially, you're waiting for your brother, mm -hmm. um, brother by war, not by blood. Okay. Um, but you're waiting for your brother to come back. When he comes back, he has two assassins with him. And 
you know, he just flat out, he was like, Eivor, in my journeys, I found these two guys, they have secrets of, you know, this, this style, and they're, you know, I want you to talk to them. I think you could benefit the most from talking to them. And then you learn, they haven't flat out said it, they're assassins, and they're going against Templars. Okay. They're known as the Hidden Ones, and they're going against some kind of order. Okay. It, but you, I mean, you get a hidden blade. Right. So they, they, have and like, they wear the hoods yeah, over their I, heads and everything and all that such. Yeah, um, and I, I think we might have talked about it a little in the last episode, and that's not fair. That I am, I just remembered that <laughs> I've been avoiding stuff we talked about last episode, but it doesn't mean these people have right. heard it. Right, right. Um, so it's so cool because Avar or Aver, he or she, depending on how you choose the game, she puts it on. And she doesn't put it on her underside. She puts it on top. And they're looking at her and they're like, no, it goes underneath. And she's like, no, I want people to know I'm coming. Like, so she takes this hidden blade and then makes it her own, which feels so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, because Vikings weren't really known for their stealth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, whenever I think if, of them, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think of them as, a, as the ninjas of the North or anything like that, so... Yeah, and I mean, the way she uses it, it fits. It just fits the Viking style. And I I will say this a thousand more times. I just love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go and build up a new colony for reasons. And there's the order. You have to build up their hut. You get these missions. And a game that we both played, Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor, mm-hmm. You had the, I can't remember what it's called, but the, the branching system of who's in charge. Yeah, and you, then had the, you, you had the nemesis system, and you bet like the, um, you had like all like the captains and such, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So throughout the game, um, by talking to people and finding items and letters, you uncover part of this nemesis system. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see who's in the order and once you fully unlock them you can know where they're at and you can go and fight them and you turn those into the order and get stuff oh um, so so it's kind of like you said yeah like you were saying it's kind of like brotherhood in that sense you can send them off yeah. on like their own individual missions to go retrieve stuff and do all that stuff well no okay okay then i, I retract um, that <laughs> so this is just something you do Oh. Um, like you're not you're not like hey go over to this mission I'm gonna send these three people and get this in return no you find them and then you can they're pinpointed on your map from there so you can track them down and then fight them um, there is kind of there's a barrack system where you can create your crew of uh, warriors Vikings uh, Vikingers is what they're called nice. and then other people can hire your Viking for their crew and you'll get stuff like that but you can't really send them out on missions also i need to note this much i am 18 percent of the way through this game i am level 70 something and i have put about 25 hours into this game (laughs) remember i said there's places i need to go and enemies that are level 320 Mm. 25 hours in i'm level 70 uh, you know, yeah, I, I've you got, got about another 150 hours in this game. <laughs> so, so you really are waiting. You really are giving yourself some time before you play Cyberpunk. Then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you um, have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, 
one of your big rants that you went on was mm-hmm. is how does these mythological creatures or gods fit into the game? So when you're fighting these witches or seers, what happens is you go up to this body and like you investigate it and all of a sudden there's gas. So your character's kind of in a trance. So to see what she's actually fighting, is she actually throwing holograms at you or, or you know, spirits at you? Is a spirit really holding you down? Who knows? Because you're kind of under a uh, hallucinogenic state at that uh, point. Okay, so, so, so since we're having this conversation right, about this particular aspect of it, I guess the thing that's kind of bothered me about the fact that it kept throwing all these mythological creatures at you uh, to fight in Assassin's Creed game is I guess I've been waiting for someone to come up and simply say, hey, remember the first civilization that uh, that existed, you know, the ones that Desmond made contact with and such, you know, um, they called themselves Minerva, Juno, they were seen as like these gods and such, you know, or like we think of them as these gods and such. What we're seeing right now, these mythical creatures are some type of remnants, or they are other first civilization tech or beings infected, or that have like the first civilization genes or something like that. That's what they really are. You know, I was looking for an explanation. It's the one time I'm asking for the medical orient treatment. The one time. (laughs) The one time I want you to tell me there is a scientific explanation behind this because it, it just never really seemed to have a place. I mean, based on the first three games, right? Like you, like you said in the last episode that you would see this game as being Assassin's Creed 4. You know, in yeah, the first I would three see games, as... there was nothing like this. And it just kind of makes me wonder, what the heck? So, uh, yeah, I see this game as Assassin's Creed 4, and that's because Desmond's story is heavily integrated in again when you're outside of the Animus. Good, um, good. Rebecca and Sean are back. Yes. Um, this is eight years after everything that's been happened. When you go to the laptop, there is a lot of reading material. Okay. There is a lot of audio files um, with Desmond and stuff that they have found throughout the years. Okay. They have artifacts from Assassin's Creed Origins okay. and Odyssey. So, you know, they're tying the games together, and I can only assume they're going to... Just the information that I've gathered so far... You know they're going to go into maybe this is that this is that because there's a lot of information outside the animus and i i can't wait till my next experience where i'm outside it again and learn more okay it's you know i i I'm trying to think of how to say some things without spoiling it now that's the best i'm going to be able to do at the okay. moment um, but that's why i see it as assassin's creed 4 is because of the timeline it picks up and everything that happened at the end of three from the big EMP blast, we'll call it, mm-hmm. is actually affecting stuff still today. And this game even recognizes COVID in it. Really? And and yeah, and they, they specifically mentioned COVID, a disease uh, that started in um, you know Asia that's swept over, it's causing all this stuff and they're trying to does that have anything to do with the radiation blast or did the beginning of the world actually happen and Desmond didn't fully stop it? Big spoiler for Assassin's Creed 3. I am sorry. Yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys for all of you who who are who are getting to the the story of Assassin's Creed 3 
<laughs> 485 years later <laughs> um yeah, yeah this is wow. <laughs> that, that's what happens at the end uh yes okay so so yeah uh you have any and you saying they actually specifically say covid yeah oh that's crazy that is so weird yeah it, it it's really weird um because you're you weren't expecting i wasn't expecting any game to address it um mm-hmm. especially this year especially a big title right. that's been in development for a few years like right right you're, you're just like huh well i mean i guess it was okay that's cool uh and then you know you do get to meet thor loki odin mm. they are in the game are they badasses uh yeah i mean it without a doubt they're badasses um but you <laughs> and that's see, kind of a stupid question but i mean yeah, they, but you see them through visions again you go to your local seer she develops a potion it helps you hallucinate and you can follow your visions and stuff like that um odin it's really cool because odin makes appearances every now and then when you're not in there but that ties really? there's a lot to that story I, i'm not familiar with but of course of course yeah okay so, so do you have any big predictions as to no i, I have no idea where this happen. game's going and i think that's why i'm so hooked every time i do a new mission every time i like i am just so hooked to it um i am actively seeking out any little blip on my map as i'm riding my horse or i'm walking i'm like oh it's only 300 meters that way i'm going i'm gonna figure it out if not i'll at least mark it and come back to it 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 mm-hmm. Because even if it is a small little five minute, you know, just world event, I'm laughing or I'm really intrigued. And right. Right. like it, it's just it flows smoothly too. Of course. Yeah. Yes, it does. Alright, that's okay, so so that's hopeful. That that's good to know. i I may actually end up having to play it's it this Assassin's Creed game. Because honestly, I think Origins was the last one I played. Um yeah i played origins last i mean granted between that and this was only odyssey but once i started seeing stuff for odyssey and just see the direction it was going in i just flat out said no to the entire series not doing it ever again but i think i think you probably convinced me oh and we've talked about this before out of all the games that were coming out this year assassin's creed was on the bottom there was two other games i really wanted to play and I have uninstalled one already that was made by Ubisoft. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the other one, I am days, maybe minutes and hours away from uninstalling, which we did a whole episode on last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> game is garbage. Oh, come In on. In my opinion, it is garbage. And I'm with, there we go. All right. Hey, you know what? You know you are well within your rights to have your opinions and go for it. And I will, and I will fight for your right to have your opinions. <laughs> uh, <This is> America. <laughs> but Assassin's Creed, out of all the games, I was, you know, is it's a surprise game of the year. Oh, and I've said this as well. If they spend another year on this game, just like fine tuning it and doing more, I would say contender for game of the year easily. Nice, like. I haven't had this much fun with Assassin's Creed since Syndicate. Yeah, Syndicate was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Syndicate was a lot of fun. I I thoroughly enjoyed Syndicate. That was uh 
yeah, that was a lot of fun right there. I like I said, I enjoyed the setting. I enjoyed the twins and the different kind. I, I, yeah, it was yeah. a really cool game. Yeah, uh, way better than Unity. Way better. But, <laughs> I, but I think people have been crapping on Unity for <laughs> since, since before it came out. So I, I've never even played that one yet. It's still the only uh, one well, I've never played. My opinion, you're not missing them. Yeah. Well, I, I believe it. So with all that being said. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Vikings or Valhalla. I've been calling. I've been calling it Vikings. Like uh, Helena would be like, "What are you playing, Vikings?" Like, it, I'm, I'm just doing Viking things. Mind me. I'm gonna set this hut on fire. I'm gonna kill this pig, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna steal their gold. And I'm gonna go claim it as my own. Sorry. Right, right. Uh, it's great. It, it's just. Right. It's a blast. Um, I can't remember a time where there was something going on. And I was like. I gotta wait for this or like i it's just paced so good i love the story i love the combat i love all the small details i love that there's not a bunch of armor and weapons thrown at you so you don't know which one you're going to want to use like i Uh, i still haven't found a predator bow (laughs) i I know they're out there i i've got arrows for them i haven't found one yet (laughs) but i'm also not looking that hard because i like the stuff that i have and i want to keep upgrading it and, you know, good, good, good. Yeah, and it, it's that kind of good pace where, yeah, I've got five different armors thrown at me. I like this one. I'm upgrading it. I, I, I'm glad they're not giving me like 30 armors, like in Origins and Odyssey, where I'm like, oh, I got to change out after every fight. Right. Now, right. now that, that, that that's the meat and bones. Because um, <laughs> you this is going to be this is where this convert this this episode is going to get hard for me because you're playing a game that i absolutely want to play <laughs> this is number one of this the game was number one of your list of the games coming oh, wow. out yeah and it barely beat oh. out demon souls and the only reason it beat oh. out demon souls is because i played demon souls i haven't played this Okay. We are we are both diehard superhero um, fans. Yeah. And I I even told you last time I was like I don't want any spoilers. I I know I know this this tough thing you throw a lot on me that I didn't realize it was that serious for you. Oh man. Um. Okay. Yes. Yes. So what are you playing? I I have been a friendly neighborhood Spider Man as of late, uh, playing as Miles Morales. uh, And I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. It has been a whole heap of fun it's been amazing the thing about it is you know i bought the the first uh, spider-man game was the reason i even bought a playstation 4 it was my only opportunity to play it i saw what was going on with it Um, it looked you know it looked amazing with like the combat and you know just the way you traverse the city and such it looked like they really put a lot of thought into it and you know made a really like really great tight succinct experience of uh what it's like to be spider-man fly you know i want to say flying around the city but we know it's not flying right which actually all things considered right i really think it's funny that when you think spider-man you automatically think new york right you know that's that's a new york superhero and such i think it's really interesting that the first name really that i think of whenever i think new york superhero is a guy in red tights 
who fires ropes out of his wrist <laughs> you know it's not somebody with like laser beams coming out of his eyes it's not somebody who can fly you know it's it's the friendly the one nice guy in new york <laughs> and, he's flying around, he's, and he's swinging around with ropes <laughs> right? right so i just i think that's really interesting you know when uh I mean, that's just that's the thought that came to me about earlier today when I was thinking about this episode where we were talking about. It. I was going, that is really really strange that that's that's the idea, right? But uh, could you imagine? I digress. Wait, wait. I, I just real quick. Could you imagine Spider Man in Idaho? <laughs> okay, good point. Good point. You know, what skyscrapers? <laughs> oh God, this is suck. <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's kind of funny because uh, in the home Spider Man Homecoming one scene where he's getting into a fight in the suburbs it's like I have nothing he's, he's like tr- trying to fire webbing and there's nothing to attach to yeah so yeah I, I get what you're saying it's just you know, I, it, it was just a thought that hit me and I was going yeah. huh that's that, that's New York superhero right there it is but uh yeah it's been really 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 interesting of course a lot of a lot of things that they did were borrowed from the last Spider-Man game you know basically you are once again Spider-Man um there is an organized criminal element that you're facing off against and a not and, you know and then another faction that's there uh and this one they're called the underground you know instead of the inner demons from the last ones uh and they have cool technology that you've never seen before and you have to fight all that stuff uh you are still you are still fighting you know regular crimes in progress as you swing around you know you just come across something or you're being alerted unless something's happening and such but it's really interesting how they took the cast of characters surrounding peter and you know obviously took them out and put in one uh, for miles and in doing that they've also really changed the feel of the game not necessarily you know from oh there's a superhero movie where you're doing this or that but more of like you kind of get get the sense that Peter Parker's world is a different world than Miles Morales's world, you know, even though the same city. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes question. Yes. Question. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the things I like they did about the last Spider-Man game is they skipped all the intro stuff of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The story has been told a thousand times. We know how he got his powers. It jumped in little, mm-hmm. you know, hints here and there about before, but it, basically through you in as peter parker as spider-man yeah now you've been at it a while yeah, yeah. now miles morales uh, got introduced into the comics a few years ago mm-hmm. but he hasn't been really mainstream except for the end of the spider-man game and then spider-man entered the spider-verse mm-hmm. do they do any kind of recap to let you know who miles morales is, is? Actually, yeah. Uh, so when you start a new game, or when you, you're at the, the title screen and such, and you press start and all, there is an option to do a recap of the last game. And in doing so, you know, it'll tell the entire story all over again. You'll get all the, the points and everything. And yeah, it'll introduce you again to Miles Morales and let you know exactly like who he is and how he got to, you know, how he acquired his powers and such. And then the game picks up with Miles... Uh, and Peter, you know, basically basically molding Miles into a superhero, you know, his sidekick, his uh, his apprentice, you know, if you will. So, so yeah, they give you an opportunity to go, okay, wait a minute, yeah, that's this kid, I remember him. Oh, yeah, that's what happened there in the last game. Yeah, yeah. So you do get that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you get the sense that, you know, he's been training for a little bit, you know. Uh, Peter has come to trust him. 
uh, a lot more and such and his abilities he's starting to believe in himself a, a lot more uh, you know because I can imagine being a 16 17 year old kid you know who, you're in high school and you acquire these powers and you're going okay what what's going on and uh, at least Miles has the has a mentor where Peter didn't right yeah. so so yeah that uh, and then for reasons early on in the game Peter isn't involved as much in the game isn't really around <laughs> for for uh, Miles' story so it leaves it to him to do his thing you know without being overshadowed by the by the OG Spider-Man even though it is funny throughout the game people are comparing him oh yeah Mm -hmm. to him just like just people around the neighborhood or just you know even villains and such talking smack about him and everything how he's not the real spider-man and all sort of stuff while i'm straight up whooping them <laughs> right so take that you don't need the real spider-man <laughs> for that but uh but yeah so so it's really cool because you know they still have the the shelter or the um yeah the feast the place that uh Aunt May worked at that Peter was helping her out with in the first game and Miles actually was volunteering at and such so there's still an attachment to that um, and just a lot of things J. Joan Jameson is still you know he still pops in every now and then with his podcast uh, that you hear where he's talking smack about Spider-Man there's also another character who kind of uh, counterbalances that her name is Danica she has her own podcast and she's very pro Spider-Man and pro everything that's happening in the city and I mean, it's a it's a really cool story uh, there's there's a lot of really cool little things in there I really appreciate a lot of just like more like the culture shift in a sense like you said you go from from Peter and like you said you know his story you know his family and such and it really introduces you or it gives you an idea of what Miles's life is like and it also takes you to a different neighborhood uh, he's in Harlem for this game right and he is is uh, of black and Puerto Rican ancestry or ethnicity crap I can't think of the proper word for that right now but yes that, you, you get the point right yeah. he is he is those and uh, without leaning so much into it as to going around saying oh well you know I'm a black and, and, and Latino guy blah, blah 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 they have all these things going on around him that let you understand that's who he is and that's the that's the life that's the world he is I mean the, the neighborhood breathes its own life it's um it's Spanish Harlem you know so like there you'll be outside and people are outside like you know, salsa and in the street at like a street fair or something um, uh, he you know he'll he'll speak he'll, he'll speak Spanish to some of them you know he'll, he'll do that uh, there's also uh, a little deaf girl uh, a little deaf girl I say that wow there's a deaf <laughs> girl in the game uh, who is who's a street artist who you come across a couple of times and I gotten first-hand accounts and saying that you know it is actually some legit you know renderings of, of the motions of someone going through sign and such and he also speaks sign you know or speaks or he's he's able to sign himself so there's conversations happening you know where like the hands are moving and he's saying what he has to and of course you get the subtitles for what she's saying and such but um, but it's really cool just all those little things they threw in there it's kind of it's it's almost like it should be titled you know spider-man miles morales and in parentheses the inclusion <laughs> the inclusivity <laughs> game you know because you know, it seems like there's kind of a little bit of everything in there and uh yeah you know you know his uncle is uh is also the prowler which you learn from spider-verse but you know you know of all this stuff so like there's little things in there where, where he's involved and there's a whole new 
enemy in there. There's also an old enemy in there as well. Uh, so yeah, you get you get all these things. It's it's more of a game of uh, it's almost, it's a great way to really introduce a newish character to everybody. You know, uh, it almost kind of feels like a reboot in a sense done right. That's and I mean that's great because I. I fell, I didn't say I fall out of love, but I haven't mm. been able to read comics as much as I would love. Right. Now, you and I are both very big comic fans. You know, we're mm -hmm. not we're not going to the store every week buying the newest, uh, you know, issue or anything like that, but we do our best to stay on top of stuff. Right. Sadly, the last game, um, Enter the Spider-Verse and few things I read on the internet here and there is all I know about Miles Morales. So it's really mm -hmm. cool to be able to just dive into the deep end as him, get to know his background, get to know everything about him, and just really just take it all in because it hasn't been years and years of Peter Parker and years and years of movies and, and right. years and years of animated shows and TV shows and actual reading the comics that I've had for almost 30 years of Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's really awesome that they're just, this is who he is. This is, we're going to show you the best way we can without drawing it out. But like, mm -hmm obviously he there's a reason he can speak or he's able to sign and yeah right right exactly so i'm um, so i'm about 75 80 percent of the way through the story and uh i don't want it to end you know i really feel like this game is how you is how you take i really feel like like this unique position that they're in where you have an established character who's worn the moniker for decades right everybody knows him everybody loves him and now you have someone else who's supposed to take on that title behind them i think this is the perfect way to transition uh to that character just the way that they've done it uh with the story with uh like i said uh, with the world he he lives in the world he inhabits that the world that that he's a part of and also you know he has different abilities that Spider-Man uh, Spider that Peter didn't have, you know, and just it. I feel like it's kind of like part origin story for Miles, but also kind of like a nice way to pass the torch as well. I feel like it's done really, really well because while I'm playing this whole game, I don't find myself going, man, I really wish I was Peter right now, you know, and they yeah. haven't forgotten about Peter, you know, they haven't forgotten about him at all. He still plays a part in certain things and Miles mentions him all the time or the whole thing. And like I said, there's definitely the comparison of, oh, Oh yeah, you know. Oh, you you the new Spider Man, not the OG Spider Man, and all this other stuff. You know, like he 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 kind of has to he has to earn his spot. You feel that way, but but you never find yourself going, oh, why was this game made? You know, yeah. it definitely feels like it's its own thing. So speaking of the game, um, mm -hmm. the first one, the movement, combat, all that, it mm -hmm. made me feel like I was Spider Man. It made me feel like I was the actual superhero better than any other superhero games ever done before um mm -hmm. from just launching off buildings to the combat like i always felt like i am spider-man um uh, how's that it i was go gonna away. say i can't i can't see that it didn't change but yeah. i mean they took that formula and just added to it you know uh there are times when i i 
went through a fight and by the time and when it ended i looked at i just kind of put the controller down i was like i did that that looked cool <laughs> you know um, you definitely find yourself in that same like i know everybody can uh calls like the arkham style combat right you know where uh where you know you're the one button for counters or or dodges you know another button for for this type of attack another for that you know and it's that very kind of free flow kind of kind of style uh yeah it's definitely works it definitely worked in the first spider-man game and it continues uh for this as well and they like said yeah you throw a couple of extra things in there like i said speed uh peter didn't have basically uh miles actually uh has a, a bioelectric abilities as well and he has the ability to turn invisible for short periods of time so you get to add those in as well you know so you can like electric punch somebody turn invisible um dodge attacks you use your webs to, uh to to snatch someone's weapons out of their hands and smack someone else with it pop people into the air and do combos in the air that type of thing you're still doing all of those things but like i said they added a little bit because of miles unique abilities as well so you find yourself kind of going man i'm not sure how i want to finish you because i have so many different ways of doing this right but they definitely do ratchet up the enemies and and uh their abilities and everything in order to match you as well as as you progress because yeah they <laughs> it can get tough at times but you definitely find yourself kind of kind of instinctively button mashing slash i mean but, but like you know what you're doing and it's a really kind of free flow kind of attack thing and at the end you're kind of going yeah that either look really really cool doing that or man I look stupid. <laughs> so, first Spider-Man, um, some of the side mm -hmm. missions, uh, it's the ones I liked. It was finding the black cat, like little logo or little cat that she mm -hmm. hit all across the town and fighting Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Mm -hmm. Master, um, yeah. Anything like that make an appearance again? Like, I... uh, So, those particular characters I've not seen, um, you know, he has... He has his own things like there's like some time capsule things in there and there's another kind of quest that you're kind of sent on by a major character i'm not trying to spoil anything but it's it's a unique type of thing uh where you do have to go around the city kind of collecting something um i'm trying to think there was there's something else that i want to tell you oh yeah cool uh the music as well is really cool uh, you know, it's still like you still when you're swinging around, you may still hear the Spider-Man theme or some Spider-Man-esque, you know, chorus going on. But it has like, like a hip hop kind of twist to it and such. Uh, yeah, it, it has it does have all those those little things in there. And it's also a little homage to uh, to Stanley as well. You have to find it, but there is one in there. That's I, I... I remember bawling my eyes out several different times mm -hmm. on the first game um mm -hmm. but yeah 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 uh, it, the the yeah. one was in the, in the diner and you know you and mj yeah. leave, and there's stanley going i think those kids are gonna make it yeah and i just boom like you know mm -hmm. uh i'm tearing up now thinking about it and yeah. i yeah. i was curious if they were gonna be able I like I understand like he's not going to be a voice in the game um, and if right. and if so like what do they reuse um, but I 
I saw like in my mind like a mural or something like there had to be there's always a dedication right. to Stanley you cannot ever forget right. about him so I was right right um, I, I have not come across um, an actual character I have not come across an actual character you know I don't think you're going to no. uh, mainly because there there is a statue to him yeah there. that's all you need um, yeah 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 you can go and you can you can go to it and actually pay respects to it and such uh, in the game so yeah it has all these little things in there you know how you have like little collectibles of just things around the world and such uh there are a couple references to wakanda you know they they've really they've really taken that whole mcu and just really really kind of brought it all together uh, for all of this uh i still haven't gone to the top of avengers tower like i did in the last game and jumped off of it <laughs> uh, i'm it's going to do first that thing point. you need to do <laughs> i'm going to do it i'm going yeah. to do it uh, can, oh can you do tricks in the air again like while you're flying yeah. like okay okay yeah you can do all that of course you have all the different types of costumes and such um you know all the different gadgets you know as they were uh, yeah it's it's really cool oh also they've included uh an app in this game and it's literally like a little it's called the uh, friendly neighborhood spider man app and that's how you do a lot of the side quests basically uh you'll you'll actually swipe left on the um on the pad controller yeah on the controller right and right yeah on the touchpad on the controller and such and you'll get a list of all these different things and it's like different citizens who are having a problem so they put it on the app and then you go and and then you select that quest and you go and you do it uh which i really thought was a really nice touch given you know he's he's so young you know of course you know an app is going to be the way to reach <laughs> this spider-man you know so so yeah it's, it's really cool and he has his, his guy in the ear just like mj was for for peter parker and such what was it uh the, the the guy at the computer is that what they called him or the guy in the in the earpiece or i forget what got the, the guy in the, the term was the no no, no uh, there was a term they used in um uh yeah that's it that's it the guy in the chair <laughs> oh. that they used in in spider-man homecoming you know when, when his friend goes hey can i be your guy in the chair can I be your oh guy? okay yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah basically playing oracle's role from batman eh, from uh arkham games and such yeah so so he has his own version of that and yeah it's just it's its own it's its own living breathing thing and i i really think you're really gonna enjoy it when you play it because it is every i have not come across one thing that's made me say man it's not cool except well no there is one thing there is one thing remember that side quest in the last spider-man game where you had to catch the pigeons yeah that is back and i hate it oh i'm all right see i'm all right with that one i like that one i hate it uh, <laughs> uh so uh, t- two questions one's not a spoiler and one's very small spoiler but i i need to know okay. like i just need... so the first one is mind here yeah the first one is how's the fast travel like are, are you on a subway again like with people mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. okay and it's and it's really funny when you do that because there are times when i wonder like we're talking about new york here right I mean, you figure anything you see especially on the train is like that that's like there's nothing that surprises anybody like there's nothing right all right so so yeah they have these little animations of course you know things that's going on but like once like he's interacting with people it's like do you think those new yorkers really think he's the real spider-man like what does he have to do to prove he's the real spider-man or is he just some guy dressed as spider-man yeah. dropping around <laughs> in there you know uh but yeah you have all of those and you still have those instances where you be walking around the streets with somebody and you get a prompt to like high five somebody 
<laughs> you know, awesome. So that's, that's really cool. All right, what, so what here's, here's the one that what? might be a slight spoiler, but I, I need to know. What, what can I ruin for you, sir? <laughs> What's with Spider-Cat? Oh! Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. I haven't completed that. Okay, there we go. There, There is a thing. <laughs> I'll know more about it once I've completed it. But there is a... There is a definite potential thing. Okay. There. Um, in fact, there is potential costume linked to it as well i'll know more yeah I, actually it's, it's an it's an actual end game thing uh that i'll know more i won't be able to know until i actually end the game and i finish the game so yeah i mean but i've just seen just pictures and videos of this little cat popping out of a backpack slapping somebody in the face and then i'm just like i need yeah. to i yeah yeah, yeah. i um i'm waiting to see how that comes about and such but i have a feeling it's tied to a costume that uh that I ha- that you can't receive until the end of the game okay yeah. yeah and if it's the and if it's what i think it is that's attached to this to make this happen and everything is actually kind of a, a funny little little story behind that so awesome so we'll see how awesome. that works out okay we'll see how that works out see i i just thought of something and this, this is all on me that's something i need to start doing again in the future I need I need to start buying discs again because I download all my games because right. I have the horrible I look at it I go I'm not playing it I might as well sell it <laughs> and then two weeks later like something comes out or I'm like wait what and I want to play it again and I've been known to buy copies of the same game several times so eventually I was like you know what I'm just gonna just buy them on Let's you know download only that way I can never get rid of them right it, this would be a good time where I'd be like, all right, I'm done with Assassin's Creed. You're done with Spider-Man. Let's do a little, a little, swap. A little, little swap, you know? <laughs> right, see what happens, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, yeah, and you'd be giving me Assassin's Creed around the time that Cyberpunk, like, while Sp- Cyberpunk is out, and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I'll switch up to that and do that. Sp- but Spider- no, interesting. Yeah, once again, Spider-Man you, 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 you would become Spider-Man. before Cyberpunk. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh... Yeah, I need you to finish Assassin's Creed then because I want you to play Spider-Man because I want to see what you think of all of it because like I said, I am thoroughly impressed with it. I have not come across anything besides having to chase down pigeons. I'm saying the only thing that has inconvenienced me is the fact that the game kind of crashed once, you know, and that's it. It, like, it, I can live with that. Yeah. Because yeah. because literally it put me back at the exact spot I was at. I was in the middle of a mission. It put me back at that spot when I got when I got the, the PS4 back on. So right. I can't even complain about that. Yeah. Um I there was a few little hiccups first day of Assassin's Creed on PC. Everything's been mm-hmm. fixed. I haven't had a problem with it since then. Um okay. I, I want you to play it so bad because I it, I want to know if it's not just me. Because one of our other friends started playing it, but he's always outspoken. I'm a one person. I'm a one game type person. Like I cannot right. be playing through multiple games. And he's stuck on a steaming pile of a game right now. But you know, as long mm. as he's liking it, it's fine. <laughs> it, it, someone's gotta like it. What's funny is because <laughs> I know exactly which game you're talking about right now. 
<laughs> and it's terrible. So bad. Because you hate that game so much right now. Ah, uh, well. Here's, and uh, I wasn't going to buy it, but everybody was buying it that day. Mm-hmm. Like, you had bought it the night before. Two mm-hmm. other people were buying it. I'm on a chat with them. And I'm like, oh, if we're playing it, you know, we'll have, we'll have four people. We can team up mm-hmm. and it'll be a grand old adventure in Miami and Moscow. And, mm-hmm. and it's... I was actually surprised when you picked it up because you said because you didn't sound like you were interested at all. And then you just you hit me up and you're like, yeah, I, I've got it, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go do some of this the, the zombies load. And I was going, oh, well, yeah, that's new, <laughs> that's different, but sure. And from what I and from what I think I'm reading, I think it's actually I think more people are playing that right now than they are the Modern Warfare, even though Modern Warfare is considered the the vastly superior product at this point. Uh. Yeah, this will be my last two cents on this game on this show before it goes before it goes in the garbage bin next to Fortnite. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh man, that hurt me right there. Okay. And like yeah. on on Reddit and everything like that, they're like, when season one drops on Black Ops, I'm going back to Modern Warfare because I don't I'm not spending money on a battle pass for this game. I am not doing it anymore. I'm playing it once season one comes out i'm going back to modern warfare and i Mm. only reason it's not uninstalled is because there is the multiplayer against bots so i can have fun enjoy kill some time and that's like i said it's always been one of my favorite modes and it has nothing to do with playing against old people but then you also got some of that season that nice season one stuff coming your way once it launches right I don't care about it. <laughs> wow. Bridge burned. Okay. I, I really don't. Okay. It, it's nice right. to play, you know, but it, I, the reason I like playing against bots is because I'm not letting a team down. I can go in there, experiment, have fun, and like, just have fun, you know, mm-hmm. but when, as soon as I start playing online and I start seeing some of the just you know what? I'm done. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll leave it be. I will not pry any more out of you. It, yeah. is, it is fine. It, it's, it's the equivalent of me going, hey, how's the new Splinter Cell? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that That's my feelings on it. Mm. Mm. I thought we were friends, man. Why you got to do that to <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how I feel right now. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, we'll leave it then. In fact, in yeah. fact I, I think I've had enough. I think I think I, I, I'm done talking at this point. So uh, I think we need to just go in and in, in this one because uh, yeah, I got feelings again. Okay. So. Uh, well, that being said, I am sorry I brought up some things. Thanks everybody that listened to this night, this episode today. Um, yeah, guys, it's been our two cents in the matter, in, yeah. in all matters. Well, not all matters, but in a few different matters. Um, way to open up some old wounds there, Adam. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we said we were going to share our two cents with everybody. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't say we was going to whip them violently at their head like we did. <laughs> I, I put in, like, a little skip on a penny across the ground and pe- pegging them right in the shin with it. But, uh, you know, we shared the two cents. Like, we got some things off our chest. Um, things that have been going on in the video game uh, world uh, that Mm -hmm. affected both of us what we've been playing yeah and all in all I mean I I think that uh, Spider-Man is definitely something that if if you're on the fence about I think you should give a shot Uh, it sounds like you you endorse 
Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. So far. Um, <laughs> and once again, I'm in. I'm the person that says subscribe fifteen dollars a month to any company that offers all their games for fifteen dollars a month. Ubisoft Plus, fifteen dollars a month. I got Watchdog Legions and Assassin's Creed Valhalla for fifteen dollars. I ended up not playing one. I'm still playing the other. Saved me a hundred. Well, it saved me sixty dollars right there. And then you know those two games cost hundred and twenty dollars. That's a year subscription. Like I, I don't. Why am I doing the math for you? It just makes sense to just do it that way. Actually, that's really interesting. Um, that's something I never thought about. So, these games that you're playing, like the Watch Dogs and the Assassin's Creed, with that subscription, you only get it in the standard editions of these? No, they give you automatically all the upgrades. Any season pass that comes no out, you way. get the season pass. You get all backlog games. So, Far Cry through Far Cry 5, um, all the oh, DLCs, wow. all the Splinter Cells, all the Rainbow Sixes, all the Ghost Recons. You get them all for $15 a month. It, oh, wow. And that's why, like, Xbox Game Pass. I am so adamant on that. I am so... Yeah. In Xbox Game Pass, now you can add an extra, like, $10 and get EA's games. Yeah. What's yeah. better? Okay. Give EA $10 a month or $120 a month. Like it, oh, man. All my money's going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking at it now. They, they all looked at me and said money please money please god but no that's i mean that's i think it's the best deal that you can do if you play video games those three subscriptions right there 45 dollars a month there's going to be at least two games from each company that you're going to play if not a backlog and that's less than a new game right there all right all right well there goes Adam's endorsement. Yeah, getting it, paid for I'm it. not getting paid for it, but that's why I I get to play these games and enjoy them and and not get mad that I'm spending hundreds of dollars on them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, on that note, uh, I think I've said everything I, I I need to say right now. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Any any other sense you'd like to throw at these people before we get out of here? And, go and get back to our respective games uh anything that i've said and you felt strongly about tonight you can run and tell that to the pope oh oh brought it out <laughs> <laughs> all right there we go <laughs> all right yeah, yeah you tell him yeah with you that being all, said you let him know. Yeah. i hope everybody enjoys their day their <laughs> night like strong that's how you end strong yeah yeah guys well thanks for listening everybody yeah, until next time i'll try to stop laughing and i will say see you guys take care of yourself and others goodbye